What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, welcome back, everybody, to our daily podcast. This is Nick Person, who I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If this is your hundredth time joining us, welcome. Uh, today, we are going to be reading Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43. Typically, how we do it is I will read the text in its entirety, and then I'll give a little some thoughts, some feedback, some practical steps we can take. But sometimes I do get a little excited, and I can't help but jump in in the midst of the text. And so we'll just see how today goes. Um, thank you. Hopefully, you listened yesterday as we began walking through chapter 5 of Mark, and we saw Jesus calm the storm on the sea. And then he walked into the storm in this man's life and he disrupted it. And today we're going to continue reading and see what Jesus does to continue to disrupt in the best way. So Mark chapter five, beginning in verse number 21, I'm going through verse number 43 and I'm reading out of the NIV. Here we go. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciple answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering." While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead. And they said, why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told them, don't be afraid, just believe. Don't be afraid, just believe. He said, not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with them and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha 
Kahumi, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. And this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Ooh, that was a powerful, um, that was a powerful, powerful, um, you know, 20 or so verses. Um, sorry, I didn't expect to get emotional. I just think the first thing I just noticed is that Jesus walked slowly. Um, and y'all, isn't it interesting that we want him to walk slowly, but we also want him to walk at our pace. What do I mean by that? Jesus had a lot of things to do. He was en route to go heal Jairus' daughter, right? He was going somewhere. He was doing something, but yet he wasn't in the rush. He still walked slowly. We get frustrated with Jesus when he walks slowly because we have something for him to do. We have a breakthrough that we need or we have a prayer that we want uh, him to answer. And so we get frustrated that he walks slowly but then we are glad that he walks slowly why because he can see us and he allows us to be in his presence and to come to him for healing isn't that an interesting dynamic is that we get frustrated at him walking slowly but we definitely want him to walk slowly and we have to navigate that tension and navigate it well but i think about this woman who had given all she had for healing. She had sacrificed it all for healing, but she kept running to things that ultimately could not heal her. Does it sound like your story? I know it sounds like mine, where I will spend and exhaust all my energies, all my resources, looking for healing in a place that can never yield the thing that I very much want. But yet, because Jesus was walking slowly, right? He had something to do, but yet, he walked slowly through the crowd. This woman was able to touch the cloak. And what does it say? It says that Jesus felt power leave him. And he asked this question, hey, who touched me? And I felt like the disciple got a little bit of an attitude like, um, hey, Jesus, you know, we're in a crowd. Everyone is pressing in on you so that they can get their healing. What do you mean who touched me? And Jesus, being unfazed by maybe his disciple not understanding, seeks out this woman and his walking slowly, and he sees her, and he has a conversation with her, and he says, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. See, she found the answer to her number one problem. And you might be going, yeah, 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 she found healing. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. She found the king. One of my favorite gospel songs is uh, Take Me to the King. Um, and, and it's just this gospel song that's painting this picture of, hey, take me to the king. That's what I need. I don't need just what the king can do for me. I don't need just what the king offers me. I just need to sit at the king's feet and be in his presence and sit at his table and be fed until I am full. Take me to the king. So I imagine this woman thinking to herself, if I could just get to the king, if I could just be in his presence, if I could just touch the hem of his robe, he will step into the midst of this mess and do something. I'm not even sure what he will do, but I know if I could just get 
to the king. So she was not going to be deterred from going in the presence of the king and just touching his robe. And here's what I love. She was content with just the hem of his robe. She's like, if I could just get the hem of his robe, that would be enough. That would be sufficient. If I could just get in his presence, if I could just get close enough to the king. And she teaches me something about my own posture that I should have. I should just go, hey, Lord, let me just sit with you. Let me not seek what you can give to me or what you can do for me, but let me just sit with you because I know that I've, if I could just sit in your presence, it changes the atmosphere of my life and my heart. So let me just get to the king. Man, today, may we just sit in the presence of the king. And then after Jesus' posture of walking slowly, he goes to Jairus' house and everyone is unbelieving because they think that this situation is too dire and too far gone and too broken and that this girl is far too dead for Jesus to do anything. And then I noticed this, and this might just be because I'm weird, which is probably true, but um, did you notice that he took ta he takes this little girl's hand once he gets in the room with her? And I don't know, I um, I have a 12-year-old, and so I'm thinking about Jesus being in this room, and he's taking this little girl's hand, this girl that he created, this girl that was his idea, this girl that was made through him and by him. He takes this creation by the hand, and she gets up. <laughs> like, she, she gets up. He whispers to her. And she gets up. He goes, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He met this girl right where she was. And it was a dire and a broken situation that only the king could do something about. And what does the king do? He takes her by the hand. And he whispers in her ear because he was near. Listen, the king is near today. And I know you might be going, but Nick, you don't know the dark situation I'm walking in. Nick, you don't know how it feels as if the world's in chaos. Can I just remind you, as he was in the stern of the boat in the midst of that storm, as he was in the tombs um, with the man who was possessed by a demon, as he walked slowly and was present in the crowd, he is present in your situation as he was present in this girl's situation. And everybody thought that the situation had no hope. But can I remind you today that when the king's in the room, hope is never lost. When the king is in the room, hope is never lost. And so I pray that in the midst of this moment, you can feel the touch of the king. He has your hand. And you can hear his voice because he is near. Know this. As you walk out today, the king is near. And I hope that changes the way that you walk today, knowing that hope is not lost because the king is near. I hope that you will join us back here as we continue walking through the book of Mark. Know that we are for you. We're in the struggle together. We're walking with the king together. And may we all fix our eyes and walk in step with our good and gracious King. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.